And now it's time for Crocheting with Ron. Wait, that can't be right. Now it's time for cro Oh, okay, okay. Now it's time for Crotchety Old Ron. That makes much more sense. You're listening to The Ron Van Dam Show on New England Broadcasting. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It's The Ron Van Dam Show. All right, whatever. Hold on tight, things can get a bit weird, if you like that sort of thing. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Please sit down. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very... Thank thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you. That's nice. That's very, very nice. Very nice. Thank you so much. Thank you. But I haven't done anything yet. Well, I have, but not, not along these lines. I mean, I woke up and I brushed my teeth, and I don't know if that uh, takes any applause, but I did that. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. You know, I used to do uh, stand-up comedy, and I don't know why the hell I would do something like that, but I did when I was younger. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't a gigantic auditorium crowd, you know, maybe like uh, a couple of hundred people, something like that, but it was funny. You know, I was... I was watching uh, Netflix last night. Why? Because I pay for it. There was nothing on. I just figured that I should be watching it because I do pay for it on a monthly basis. (laughs) So better watch something on it every once in a while. So I did that last night. And there was a comedian, and I don't remember her name, but she wasn't all that funny. Actually, it was a guy. That's hard to tell the difference these days. Pete Holmes was his name. Funny. Yeah, funny guy. Um, But so he walks out on stage, and I think he was in Washington, D.C. So he walks out on stage to thunderous applause, just as I received from you. And he said, uh, hey, how are you, D.C.? Good to be here, D.C.? He's addressing an, an entire region at once. And I thought, that's a little egotistical. You know, it's like uh, if you're, you're playing a, a room in Boston, you know, and you, you're on some kind of comedy tour and you walk onto the stage and go, hey, hey, thank you, Boston. No, my name's not Boston. It's Ron, and you're welcome. But, like, um, why are you addressing me by the entire geographic area? It's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. It's not like, you know, you, you meet a friend for lunch. Hey, you want to have lunch? Sure, sure. And uh, you walk into the restaurant, and there's your friend sitting at the table, and you walk up to the table and say, Hey, how you doing, Boston? What are you, what are you, what? What are you saying? Why, why are you saying the entire city? It's just me. It's, it's Sally. Uh, it just, um, it's just odd. It's just odd to me is all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, um, here we go. I mean, I, I do this show nationally, so here we go. Thank you. Thank you, United States of America. Thank you. 
Thank you, New Jersey. Thank you, New Jersey. Thank you, New Jersey. Thank you. Thank you, New Jersey. Thank you. Thank you, New Jersey. Thank you. It's odd, isn't it? It's just odd. I I find it quite odd, uh, personally. Thank you. Thank you, Milwaukee. Thank you, Milwaukee. Thank you, Denver. Thank you, Denver. Thank you, Sioux Falls. Thank you, Sioux Falls. <laughs> it's just stupid is what it is. But thank you anyway. Welcome to the program. I'm not doing stand-up right now. I'm sitting. So it's, it's sit-down. I'm doing sit-down. Thank you. I'm doing sit-down. This is part of my sit-down tour. Right now, I'm sitting down in front of the microphone, and in about an hour, I'll be sitting down in front of the kitchen table eating a sandwich. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you, New Delhi. Thank you, New Delhi. Thank you, Andra Stein, the senior home. Thank you. Thank you, kindergarten, Mrs. Phillips class. Thank you, Mrs. Phillips class. All right, that's getting ridiculous. <laughs> I do very specific audiences is what I do. <laughs> All right. Hey, what day is this? Quick. No, it's not Thursday. It's uh, Tuesday. And the first day of spring is approaching quickly. Where I live in the Boston area, temperatures are going to be moderately in the 50s, probably for now on until they're not anymore. Uh, so I don't know, no more freezing, no more frost, no more snow probably. I mean, this is probably it for the winter season, which I chagrin. The winter season is getting so short. It really is because of this warming trend that we have on this freaking planet. Planet planet i can't even say that word anymore uh oh what if i could do a show for the entire planet thank you planet earth thank you good to be here planet earth thank you so much thank you thank you everybody please sit down on the earth thank you i'm gonna do my stand-up routine now thank you thank you Thank you, Planet Earth. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, warmest temperatures ever this time of year in the Midwest. Here we go again. Here we're going. Now we're, we're, we're going for it, baby. Every day we're going for the, uh, the new record for the warmest something or the hottest something. At what point... Does this become a little obvious to you that something's wrong? <clears throat> I remember the planet freezing over. Not that I was there. I'm not that old. But uh, there were ice ages. There were. I used to do them on tour. Thank you, Ice Age. Um, ice Age was horrible because everything on the globe became extinct, but the drinks were wonderful. 
But uh, I don't remember or I didn't read about uh, any kind of burning hot age where um, there was extension, extension or ex- extinction. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't be doing this. There was extinction on the planet because it was too hot and everything started dying because of the heat. I don't remember that in the history books. I could be wrong, but I don't remember that. So something's horribly wrong here. Something's horribly wrong everywhere. Have you noticed that? Everything's wrong. It's the hottest day of the year every day. Congress is out to destroy each other's side to the point where we're just like floundering because of their stupidity. They're acting like little school children stamping their feet saying, no, I'm not going to do it just because I don't like him. Oh my God. You've got a country to run, and this is serious stuff that's going on. you got two people running for president uh, that are getting bad uh, <laughs> bad impressions of everybody. I, I, it's, you got you got two gigantic wars going on where thousands of people are getting killed on a regular basis. I mean, what? You've got dictators now taking over countries. Bye-bye, democracy. Bye-bye. It was fun, but I knew it wouldn't last because it's too free. I mean, (laughs) did you enjoy democracy? I thought it was great. Problem with democracy is you need responsible people to do it. And I don't know if you've noticed, but people are getting dumber and stupider. Dumber, dumber and stupider. Dumbener. I made my own word up. Watch, kids. You're going to start saying that yourselves. It'll be a college thing. Hey, I'm I'm pretty dumbener. I'm dumbener than you. Hey, that's in the dictionary now because of Van Damme. He made it popular. He slurred the word, but now it's cool. People are getting stupider. They, they, for some reason, are just like really hot to, to join cults, you know, like, I want somebody to lead me. I, I mean, I didn't read uh, the Bible because, uh, well, the first page is kind of boring, but uh, I didn't read the whole Bible, uh, nor the uh, New Testament, the Old Testament, the Middle Testament, didn't read any of those. Um, but I do know that you're not supposed to be uh, idolizing things. Unless it's Taylor Swift, that's different. But otherwise, what's up with Taylor, man? She's taken over the world. Remember Oprah? She's not much anymore. She owns a lot of shit, but she's not really doing much with it. She's still rich, and still uh, Stedman, that's her boyfriend, never married. I don't think they ever had children together. I'm really not sure. I didn't check that out. But um, Stedman hangs out because she's rich. I mean, stupid. No, that's a smart man. That's the opposite. You know, in, in history, you, you always find the women latching on to these, these men that have tons of money. This is like different. This is the other way around. Stedman's hanging around because Oprah's so freaking rich. He was with her before she was rich, but he knew it, though. He knew this would happen. And the only person that's grabbed the attention of the entire globe, and Oprah didn't even grab the attention of the entire globe, just like a good portion of it, 
But Taylor Swift, holy crap, man. Taylor's got her hands on everything. Swifties. <laughs> that sounds like a cult. That they wake up at six in the morning and meet the spaceship out on the lawn and they'll take us to heaven. That's, that's a Swifty. I mean, that's like following her. It's amazing. I don't know how they do this. I'm not a Swifty. I don't know all of her songs. To me, they all sound alike. I mean, you know, they're okay, but I'm just, uh, I don't know why I'm not into it. I don't, I don't think I'm going to be into anything to that extent anymore. I've reached the age where, oh yeah, fine, fine, I've been there, done that. I've reached that, you know. Have you? Have you reached that age yet? Yeah, I've been there, I've done that. That doesn't excite me. That don't, that don't impress me much. I think that was a Shania Twain song. Shania, not even close to the uh, popularity of Taylor Swift. Wow, come on, man. Uh, you know, you, you might watch a TV show, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette. That's got nothing on the Taylor Swift stuff, you know. Dating the football player. There is a story. Who cares? Hey, I dated a cheerleader in high school. I didn't care if anybody knew about it or not. Actually, I did. Actually, I told everybody I was dating a cheerleader. Um, actually, I did, because <laughs> that was an accomplishment. Yeah, just like uh, girls in, in high school. I don't know if they do this anymore, but they used to date the uh, the quarterback, the uh, football star, and, um, and then everybody knew about it, and that was a deal. You know, it was a deal. Maybe that's the same thing. I really don't know. I'm not sure. You never hear those uh, big romantic uh, stories about, ooh, Ooh, did you hear the story about uh, ooh that that the guy who won the uh, the PGA uh, golf tournament there? Uh, do you hear who he's dating? No, nobody cares. Come on, it's golf. What are you talking about? Although Tiger Woods became quite popular, didn't he? Yeah, he was very popular for playing golf, and then we all knew well he can't be like the best forever. You know, if you reach the top of the ladder, you got to fall off the ladder eventually. I mean, it's it's, it's just it's gravity you know but then uh then uh, so so you know, what is he known for what is he known for at a point you know uh, he, he wins all the golf tournaments then he doesn't now he's known for like car crashes and and uh having trouble with his uh his opposite sex people and i mean i you know anyway yeah i mean i don't care anymore i just don't care i don't care Whenever I hear any of those gossip things, it's like, shut up, shut up. Who cares? Shut up. I've learned after so many years that other people don't matter all that much. Family, sure. Friends, yeah, define that. Yeah, of course, that makes a difference. These are people that are intricate in your life, whether you like it or not. They are, and in most cases, wonderful. But people that you're not close to, who gives a shit? Seriously, man. I mean, I'm sorry that there are people suffering all over the planet, but I didn't do it. Well, actually, Ron, you did by the way that you uh, perform your life. Oh, shut up, too. What do you want from me? God. <clears throat> Starting today... Uh, I know New Year's was a little while ago. Starting today, I'm going to start to exercise. That's right, I am. This will be the third month in a row that I've said that. 
uh, in April and May, I'll probably be saying the same thing, that I'll be starting exercising then. I always find some excuse not to exercise like I don't feel like it. That's pretty much the biggest excuse. It's time to exercise. No, it's not. I have an exercise bike, and I hang my clothes on it, so it does serve a purpose, so I didn't waste the money completely. Um, My clothes are very healthy as they hang on the exercise bike. I'm not, so... Today, I'm going to take my clothes off of the exercise bike and hang them in a closet where apparently is where they belong, so I've heard, and I'm going to get on that bike, and I'm going to turn on the TV, and I'm going to pedal myself to healthful wonderfulness. I'm going to exercise for 30 minutes. It should be every other day, but I'm going to do every day just to make myself, uh, to punish myself, basically, for not doing it already. And I figure that the pedaling a bicycle is good because I'm on a bicycle, so like I'm going to go somewhere. What? Oh, it's a stationary bike. Oh, I'm not going to go anywhere. Oh, then what's the point of that? I mean, I could really like walk around my neighborhood, but then I have to walk around my neighborhood. And seriously. That is so boring. And then I'm getting involved in other people's lives that I don't know. You know, oh, look, here comes a car. Eh, Come on, that's boring. So I'll just sit in my room on the exercise bike and make believe I'm pedaling my way to Key West, Florida. I used to, years ago, is this too much about me? Years ago, I had a pedometer which was a little uh, watch. It was a watch or something, a pendant you wear around your neck, and it counted the number of steps that you did during the day. And uh, that, to me, was like, wow, this is the healthiest I've ever been. I took, like, over 5,000 steps today. Now, I don't know if that's good or not, but the number's high. Then I wanted to do 5,001 steps, then 5,002 to better myself. I still don't know if that was good or not. I don't know. That's probably normal. I have no idea. But that technology went away, and nobody does that anymore. Hey, how many steps did you do today? I don't know. We don't do that anymore, Ron. We don't count steps anymore. Okay. By the way, the best exercise you can really give yourself is walking up and down steps. If you live in a house where you have two floors, you've already got it going. Go up the stairs, go down the stairs, go up the stairs, go down the stairs, go up the stairs, go down the stairs. And uh, make believe you're going to the top floor of the Empire State Building. And I don't know how many steps that is, but I think it's a lot. But at least when it's over, you got a view. Otherwise, no. But that's the best exercise. It's great for your knees, and it'll wind you. It'll wind you. You will be the wind beneath my wings. You will be so winded. You'll never want to go upstairs again. But there are ways you can do exercise without expensive equipment, without changing into those stupid gym clothes and going down to the gym and watching other people sweat. I never really had an affinity to um, sweating people, unless it was during the act of sex. But even then, not so much, not so much. Hey, you're sweating a little too much and starting to stink. Our session is over. I don't wipe down machines. It's not my thing. I was not born to wipe a machine down. 
So I don't go to the gym and I don't watch other people working out because I'm bored while I'm doing it and I don't like it and I don't go. And that's pretty much it. It's loud. It's ridiculous. And I don't go to the gym because you can get the same exercise in your house if you're really creative about it. And you probably know what I'm talking about. You can think of something to do in your little abode, even if you have a small apartment. You can still figure ways to exercise yourself for 30 minutes. And it's just pitiful that I haven't done that because I I made that commitment to myself on New Year's Eve. I was drunk, of course. I wasn't drunk. I don't get drunk. I stopped just before I am. Oh, that sounded like very, very deep. I stopped, therefore I am. (laughs) See, I know myself. I know myself. So I've punished myself for not exercising, so today really must be the day. And on tomorrow's program, I will actually announce whether I started exercising or not to the point where you couldn't care less. You could not care less, could you? I do have one announcement to make before we have our guest approach. Today, I, I was, I've been on radio, I've been uh, on radio, broadcast radio, doing a, a three-hour morning show for, I, I did that for 28 years, and uh, almost 30 actually, and then I transformed to this podcast thing, but still doing syndicated radio sporadically across this great country of ours. Thank you, country. Thank you, country. Thanks for being here. But uh, because the podcasting was such a big thing, they said, Ron, you got to get into it. So I did on kind of an early time. So uh, today's show, drum roll, please. I don't have one queued up. Today's show is the 2600th episode, 2600 episodes today. And each one of them you can listen to all the way back to number one. If you want to binge listen to something until the day you die, I got 2,600 episodes for you to listen to. It could take you a while and drive you crazy. (laughs) But we're celebrating that today. So if anything, I don't exercise, but I sure am consistent. (laughs) Okay, give me that if you would. We're going to take a break. And then uh, my guest uh, shall be joining us. Let's be honest. You are socially awkward. You've no idea how to start a polite conversation. You wouldn't know what to do or say if you stumbled into one. And when it comes to talking with members of the opposite sex, you're like a sixth grade wallflower at the school dance. You need help, and you know it. You need me. Thompson St. Thomas, fancy bastard. For a courteous, prearranged fee, I am now offering wingman services for both men and women. Even if you've got the vocabulary range of a brain-damaged gibbon, with me at your side explaining to people what you rarely meant to say, every drool-drenched bit of drivel that slobbers out of your scone-hole will sound witty, erudite, and confident. And ladies, don't be shy. Take my arm and we'll go chat with the gent across the room with whom you've been exchanging glances all evening. Don't worry, he won't be intimidated by my extraordinary good looks. I guarantee he will only see me as your good British friend who happens to be incredibly gay. It's a service only I can provide, because I am Thompson St. Thomas, fancy bastard. So do let me know where we'll be going next, you and I. (laughs) 
Hi, Haley. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm, what a wonderful radio voice you have. Oh, thank you so much. That's oh, This is going to be a good interview. <laughs> thank you. Uh, <laughs> Haley is... Uh, oh, I like that even better when you laugh. Oh, no. Come on. Cut it out. You're embarrassing. My face is red and you can't even see it. <laughs> Haley, Haley Hassel. Wow, Haley. Haley Hasselhoff joins us now. She's an actor, a model, a designer, a host, uh, a body positivity and, and mental health advocate. She builds houses. She's responsible for the construction of the Eiffel Tower. You've done a lot. Well, no, I've definitely not built a house, I can tell you All that. All right, fine. All right. Uh, Haley, your, your last name, Hasselhoff, uh, sounds quite familiar to me. Uh, I assume there's a connection here. There is. David Hasselhoff is my father. There you go. There you go. Your father. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, you know, you're doing a wonderful thing, and, and, and congratulations on your success and everything that you do. Uh, as I say, your, your, talents are, you. uh, your talents are very impressive. But you're, you're, you advocate uh, for people to be happy and comfortable with their body and even to be successful with it, and I think that's a wonderful thing. Congrats on that. Thank you. I mean, I just, I, uh, to my core, I believe that weight does not define who you are. You define who you are. And that size does not define your happiness or your worth. And that we really need to get to a place where we don't comment on other people's success with their weight. Instead, we comment on who they are innately inside. And, you know, I really do also believe that you can love yourself in the now. Mm -hmm. And you can also love yourself while you're trying to achieve new health goals. Yeah, absolutely true. And I, I I gather from what you're talking about that you had to deal with this stigma. Well, of course. I mean, I started out as a curve model at 14 years old. And back then, you know, no one really knew what a curve model was outside of the industry. And mm-hmm. so I had the same set of challenges growing up in my teens as a curvier woman. Mm-hmm. And I really had to kind of find a place of understanding that my weight doesn't define who I am. Yet, I want to be able to inspire a woman to feel beautiful no matter what shape or size. And that that doesn't come in the in the future it comes in the now so it comes from taking it day by day by being able to say that you love who you are today there's no question about it the people that are the sexiest are the ones that have brilliant and 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 creative personalities who bubble inside who make you feel uh great to be with them and and that's that's what uh, that's what really does it are you calling me sexy, Ron? Is this what's happening I guess here? I did. Well, you started it. You started it with the voice thing. Well, you brought the sexy in there. That no, was not me. Yeah, No, it wasn't. It's not even in the notes. I just kind of uh, threw that in. But <laughs> it's true. Uh, okay. So so how did you, how did you resolve? How, how did you get to this point that you are today? You know, I feel like my journey has been quite long, and instead of sitting here and judging or shamefully speaking about how my health goals have changed, Mm -hmm. I want to take the power back by saying that it's okay to love your body in the now, but it's also okay for me to speak about loving my body while also enduring new health goals. Mm -hmm. So I started taking cleansing, which is made from naturally derived ingredients. It's an FDA-cleared prescription product. 
And what it does is it helps me feel more satisfied with smaller meals by feeling fuller. And with that, within my journey, it's allowed me to have smaller meals throughout my day, which has allowed me to be more mindful Mm -hmm. around my eating habits. And I think that that is something that's super interesting. As I'm getting into my 30s, I just want to be more connected on a deeper level on how I'm nourishing my body, not just my mind. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that's that's for everybody, whether they're a model or not or, or whatever. It just uh, when you, when you're happy with yourself, then then everything's kind of shines nicely, and that's that's a great message that that you put forth. So how how would we get involved in 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 getting to to the to the same place you are? How how do we do that? Well, you can get a free consultation by going to myplan.com, and Planity is a prescription product. So again, you can go to myplanity.com. Okay, and I'm going to spell that. Uh, that's P-L-E-N-I-T-Y. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. And this is this is a, a, a prescription uh, situation, you say? It is a prescription product, mm. but it is made from naturally derived ingredients right. that mimic the physical properties of vegetables through their incredible science. Okay, so I would have to go through my doctor in order to achieve this? You would have to go through perhaps a telehealth provider. Oh, okay. uh, for me, that was the best way forward because yeah. you can talk to them whenever, wherever you are in the world, and mm-hmm. it was a very easy and accessible process. Or you could threaten your doctor and say, if you don't give me this prescription, I will no longer show up every three months for a follow-up. That, that would scare the hell out of them. Well, I don't think that's the right thing to do. All right, okay. all right, just an idea. Maybe that won't work. Never mind. <laughs> all right, Haley. Uh, one more time, that website, please. com. Excellent. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. You've, you've uplifted my spirits today, and I appreciate it. And the, the best of always to you. Thanks. You take care. Thank you so much. Thank you, Haley. Bye. Bye. Well, that'll do it for me today. I'll be back again tomorrow with a brand new program. This is so exciting. I can't believe it. But until that time arrives, I wish you peace. Thank you.